stuff. So, Alex, welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing? Happy New Year. All that great stuff. Is is it too late? Can I still say Happy New Year? Alex? Hello? Yeah, there you go. You're hey, waiting. Eric, how are you? All right, man. So, like I said, it's Happy New Year. Is it, is it too late for me to still say that to you? <laughs> no, it's never too late. Hey, we're only two weeks into the new year. Happy, bro- uh, happy new year. And uh, glad to be on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Now, you know, Alex, whenever I watch your YouTube channel, you're usually wearing your hat backwards. And I appreciate that because if you wasn't, I assume you'd be pulling your hair out or scratching yourself bald dealing with this team. What is going on? Why can they look like a world beater against the Oklahoma City Thunder and then lose to teams that, I mean, do the Wizards even practice? I mean, they show up and play like a, like a, a team that's picking up five in the parking lot and we're going to lay an egg to them at home on a Friday or a Saturday night. I mean, what happened? Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been rough. It's been rough these last couple of games, and um, it's kind of been the story all season, right, Eric? I mean, we had some really high expectations. We got Quinn with the full off season of his strategy and his vision with the team, and, you know, we were expecting some leaps from some of the other guys, and uh, it's been an up-and-down season, mainly down, and um, I don't know what's going on, right? I mean, Guys maybe potentially not buying into their roles. Uh, some Obviously some drama with all the trade rumors and things of that nature happening. And I think all of that compounded is just making it, you know, having us uh, a tough time winning, winning basketball games. So hopefully things turn around. I'm still faithful in, in, in Quinn. I still have hope that he can turn things around. I don't know if it's going to happen by this season or if it starts next season. But, hey, I'm enjoying the ride, and I would advise every other Hawks fan to do the same. You heard it here. There's a vote for Quinn Snyder's regime. Came from my man Alex Chung. Follow him on the X at HawksFanTV. Follow him on uh, Instagram and definitely check out the podcast on YouTube TV. So, Alex, I saw this on your X, and I feel the same way. Um, Get rid of some of these guys and bring up Kobe Bufkin because I heard he's doing good things down at College Park. Give me a Kobe Kobe Bufkin review of what he's been doing so far. Yeah, man. Kobe Bufkin's been hooping. He's been hooping. Um, obviously, he got injured uh, in the beginning of the season. He's been out for a majority of the season, and he just came back pretty recently. And since then, he's been he's been balling at College Park. Uh, in his, like, five or six games that he's played in the G League so far, he's averaging close to 30 points a game. Um, he's facilitating. He's attacking the basket. You're seeing his three-point shot-making ability. And he's also playing some really solid defense, too, on the other end. So he's averaging a steal a game so far, uh, you know, almost a block a game. So I'm really excited about Kobe Bufkin. Um, you know, when we were drafting him uh, out of Michigan, uh, that was kind of his profile, right? He was a combo guard, a kind of a, in between between a point guard and a two guard. He can create his own shot. He can play make a little bit and also play uh, serviceable defense uh, on the perimeter too. So Kobe Bufkin's been really special. I've really enjoyed watching him play. Um, and he looks like he's doing it all. Every time you see him play in College Park since he's been back from his injury, he looks like by far the best player on the court every single game. So um, I think it's only a matter of time until the coaching staff calls him up. Um, But he looks special, man. I'm really excited about his future, and we'll see what he can do. But I think at very worst, Eric, at very worst, he will be a really solid, like, rotational player off the bench. But I think if he hits his ceiling, you know, maybe he could be a really promising starting two guard for this team. Who knows? Okay, you did not get drafted in the first round. Where was he picked? Do you remember off the top of your head? It was pick 15, I believe. Okay, 15. Do you know who else was a 15 pick in the NBA draft? 
a guy named Kawhi Leonard was a 15 pick in the NBA draft. And if I'm not there mistaken, uh, a guy named Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I hope I said that right, he was somewhere around the 15 pick as well. So, so yeah, yeah, Giannis, yep. Was he 15 or 14 or somewhere around there? It, it was somewhere around there. It's funny. I, I'm still a little traumatized about the whole Giannis thing because, you know, coming into the draft, actually the Hawks were very interested in, in drafting yeah. him. So, Mr. Should have been a Hawk? Um, Absolutely, yeah. Should have been a Hawk. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, no, but yeah, I, man, yeah. But the precedent is set for guys picked 15th in the NBA draft. I ain't picked Kobe Bufkin to be a situational, rotational guy. He need to come in here and ball. Now, this is the deal. If DeJounte Murray is a Laker in a couple weeks, which is the, the number one rumor out there, he's headed to L.A., you get eight years of instant age, and when the Hawks are the youngest team in the NBA or one of the youngest teams as it is, is he ready? Could he provide that second-half spark? Is it too much pressure to put on that young man's shoulder and say, guess what, we're bringing you up not just to be in the rotation, but you're going to spark us and hopefully get us back in the playoff hunt. That's tough. You know, I don't want to uh, put too much pressure on Kobe because, yeah, you know, we haven't seen Kobe in, in a single real NBA game. And as, if you know, you know, NBA and G League is, is very much, you know, very different. It's like night and day. So I don't want to get my hopes up too high for Kobe. Um, I don't know what, what the plan is. You know, you mentioned DeJounte Murray, a possible trade with the Lakers or maybe another team. And, you know, depending on what direction this front office and this coaching staff want to do, it's possible that we call Kobe up and he plays a significant amount of time. I think we should, given the situation that we're in. Um, it might be, you know, I know it sounds crazy, Eric, because I know we've only played, what, 38 games so far, so we're almost at the halfway point uh, in the season. But when you look at the standings, and you look at, you know, the six-seeded Knicks who already have 23 wins, right? They're, they're eight wins ahead of us. We might have dug ourselves too much into a hole at this point in time for us to really make a playoff push. You know, playing is still very possible, right? The Knicks, the Nets are just ahead of us at 16 and 22. So, you know, we could easily make a play-in, but um, we'll see what happens. I think. I mean, I think the coaching staff might have a little bit more confidence because we've seen the rise of Jalen Johnson it's technically his third year in the league, but, you know, he didn't play much his rookie year. He didn't play a whole lot his second year. So, really, you could, you know, say this is essentially his full rookie season that we're seeing in Jalen Johnson, and he's already ascended to be a really, really promising player. So, maybe uh, Kobe can have a similar type of leap. It's, it's going to be very difficult, and it's usually rare for young guys to really come into the league right away and start tearing it up. So, I don't want to uh, – uh, I don't want to, you know, sound unrealistic. But I think at very worst, yeah, he could provide a little spark plug off the bench, you know, give us uh, some points here and there, facilitate, play some defense. But I would I would advise a lot of Hawks fans to temper their expectations because he's still a rookie and he still has not played a single game in the league. Sports Radio 929 Game, joined now on the WadeFord.com hotline with my friend Alex Chung. Catch, catch him on X at Hawks Fans TV. Now, Alex, you queued up my next question for you real good. So, Currently sitting in that 11th spot, one game out of, say it ain't so, to play in round again. I mean, I mean, we'd have to go on a real tear to get out of the play-in round, which was something that was supposed to be unacceptable in 2024. The play-in round was not acceptable, can't be done, ain't going to have it. You know, as my dad would say, shut your mouth if you're talking about the play-in. But now <laughs> that's got to be the goal, just to get back in it. Now, three of our next four games – are against teams that, where are they right now? In the play-in. The Miami Heat, 
the Orlando Magic, which both of those are division games, and then the Cleveland Cavs. I think Cleveland may be just over the play-in. They may be the sixth team. But if three of your next four are against teams directly ahead of you in that, you know, division uh, after we play the Spurs tomorrow, which I told people if they weren't listening, don't sleep on the Spurs in that record because that record is a hoodwink. They are better than a seven-win team, and Wimby is starting starting to ball out right now. Alex, how important is it that we get back on the winning track and fast? Yeah, it's very important, Eric. You know, you hit the nail on the head. A lot of these upcoming opponents with the Heat and the Magic, uh, they're both right ahead of us right there, seven and eight. The Cavs are the fifth seed right now, so you're right. They're above the threshold for the play-in. But, again, still ahead of us in the standings. And whenever you face another conference opponent, especially a team that's right ahead of you in the play-in, you want to maximize and capitalize on those opportunities. Um, and, and look, we, we, we've been saying this, right? Like we, we had a pretty favorable stretch. We had a five game homestand to start out this, uh, uh, last couple of games. And, and, you know, we played against the Washington wizards who at the time only had six wins. And of course now they have seven because of us, a lot of people thought myself included, I thought that should have been a pretty easy game on paper. Uh, and we lost to the wizards, right? So, um, I'm not Michael Jordan played last game. night, didn't he? It was Mike Jordan played for the Wizards last night, didn't he? Somebody had to. Something like Bernard that. King, somebody. Somebody came back last night, somebody. Hey, I don't think it was so much more of, of Michael Jordan being reincarnated, but I think the Monstars took took all of our superpowers on our on our team. That, I think that's where that's we're what right it now. was. That's what it was. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not taking – I know the Spurs are arguably, you know, probably the on paper at least, record-wise, they're the second-worst team in the league. They only have four more wins than the Detroit Pistons. Uh, what is it? Absolute just, you know, uh, clown show in, in Detroit. I don't know what's going on over there. But, yeah, man, I mean, I wouldn't be – would, I, I honestly wouldn't say that the Spurs is a gimmick, too. We could very much lose that game tomorrow during MLK. Hopefully we don't, considering it is MLK. We're playing in Atlanta, so we, we need to get that W. Uh, but that's going to be a tough game. And you, you hit the nail on the head, Eric. You know, Wimby's starting to come to his own. Um, he's looking like – you know, him and Chet are really the clear-cut front runners for Rookie of the Year. I would still lean a little bit more towards uh, Wimby personally, but yeah, that's not going to be an easy game, man. So w- the way I see it, we have to take it one game at a time. We can't overlook our opponents because if we do, we're going to get the exact same result that happened last night, which is we're going to take an L to the Washington Wizards, and we can't have that anymore. So it's going to be tough. We need to capitalize on these opportunities. We need to capitalize on these home games. We've got three more home games coming up. And uh, hopefully we just take it game by game, day by day, and hopefully we can start, you know, racking up some wins. That is my man, Alex Chung. Follow him on the X at Hawks Fans TV. Alex, appreciate your time. Real quick before I get you out of here, uh, change the sports on you. Who is the Falcons' next coach? Oh, man, I love this question. I'm torn, Eric. I am super torn. A part of me, like, here's my unrealistic, you know, wish. My wishful thinking is I hope we get Jim Harbaugh somehow and he comes in and turns the team around. If we can't get Jim Harbaugh, I'm really fine with either Ben Johnson or, or Slowick, the OC from Houston. But honestly, hey, I, I'm, this might be a hot take, but bring me hoodie. Bring me the man from New England. I'm all for Bill Belichick as well. I, I, I don't mind it. Well, I appreciate it. And you're teeing up what we are going to talk about next. That was Alex 